All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. somewhat of a non-sequitur Sunday. Hashtag, I just learned the title of the show. I'm going to bounce all over the fucking place because there's a lot of shit, I know, shocking going on in my head right now. But the first one up, Vice President Kamala fucking Harris. That lady is absolutely fucking phenomenal for no other reason than she's Kamala fucking Harris. Now, again, if you cannot find a reason to smile that it took this country nine million years to finally get a woman of color vice president, if you can't find a reason to smile about that, fuck you. I mean, honestly and truly, from the bottom of my one-sided ball sack, fuck you. Again, I don't care... If you are a Republican or a Democrat, the the mere accomplishment right there, I should end the show. I'm going to tell my sound engineer, hey, roll the clips. That's it. We're done. (laughs) The end credits. It took this country how, again, how many vice presidents? Again, for all you assholes who sit here and still say, oh, why can't you just get it? Shut the fuck up. You are refusing to see the insane inequities that come with being a United States citizen. Right Again, just think about up until just eight months ago, the vice presidency, what did it look like? First and foremost, they all had dicks. What did they all have in common? White, 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 Again, this country that refuses to acknowledge that maybe, just maybe, systemic racism is an actual issue. A country that is doing everything it fucking can. Again, we've demonized the phrase critical race theory. Now, I'll be the first one to admit, defund the police was the worst thing you could possibly fucking call it. But if you, it's like watching Tucker Carlson. He pitches out incredibly lazy-ass softballs to an audience that he knows won't take a swing at it. But if you were to take two seconds to Google defund the fucking police, you would see what it actually means, right? Like critical race theory. If you just listen to Fox and they tell you all it does is teach people to hate America and that white people are terrible, hashtag some of you are, right? Yeah. But again, it took us nine trillion centuries to get one black president and one, well, uh, is it Jamaican? Jamaican and uh, uh, Indian. Sorry, gang, not a lot of sleep last night. But you know what I'm fucking saying about Kamala Harris. It took us all this time to get one woman of color 
<laughs> to hold the second highest seat in the United States politics. So again, if you can't find a reason to smile, you are so politically polarized, I don't like you. Seriously, go fuck yourself with the cactus. But gang, Vice President Kamala Harris was the first ever, first ever vice president to march in a pride parade. Now, gang, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I've already seen Biden drop the ball. Yeah, I guess these are politics, not popes. This is not my deity. In the last four years, the problem was, it's just the way we are politically now. For four years, no matter what Trump did, and don't worry, he's on the list today too. But no matter what Trump said, no matter what Trump did, his sycophant team came up behind him to say that was good. I mean, again, if your son was caught saying grab someone by the pussy, your son would be a fucking societal pariah. But what did they say about Trump? Well, that was so long ago. Shut the fuck up. He's the president. Well, he's not my moral leader. Shut the fuck up. You ragged this shit out of Bill Clinton. Not even for his Monica Lewinsky shit. For the shit he did before he got not. He's not very moral. He's not very moral. Hey, you know Donald Trump bragged about sexual assault. Well, you know, Robert, I mean, if you listen to the sentence carefully, he says, if, shut the fuck up. But again, the Kamala Harris vice presidency is already better than the fucking Mike Pence vice presidency. You want to know why? Hashtag she's hot. But other than that, she marched in a gay pride parade. She held hands with our gay brothers and sisters with no exceptions, with no caveats, no asterisks, no wink, wink, nod, nod. Gang, isn't it fucking refreshing to have a vice president who straight up says gay people are equal in every way, shape, and form? That their sexual orientation isn't their very definition, just like our heterosexuality isn't our very... Again, I love to fuck. If there was a willing participant in here right now, I would be fucking. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to y'all's monkey asses. But my sexual urges aren't all of me, just like our gay brothers and sisters. Their sexual urges are not all of them but we make rules against just one part of them. We make them outcasts of our society for just one part of them. And Kamala got there and said, you know what? I'm holding your hand no matter what. What did Mike Pence's monkey ass say? You remember when he was running for governor of Indiana? I've already told you all this story before. Hashtag round two. When the reporter was just like, yo, It was was either reparative therapy, which is just torture, but let's string some gay dude up to a fucking Sears diehard battery, show him gay porn, and every time his dick gets a little bit erect, we're going to send 50,000 volts through him. It was either reparative therapy or it was uh, marriage equality conversation. And the reporter straight up asked him, which is, again, a yes or no question. Wow, whose voice just cracked? But when you are a Christian on this level, you can't answer simple yes or no questions, can you? Right? It was something along the lines of, do you hate gay people? Now, if you ask me that question, you know what my answer is? 
It's going to take me longer to cuss your monkey ass out than it is for me to say, no, of course I don't. What did Mike Pence do? That's just, come on, come on. The Hoosiers don't, come on. Come on. Mike Pence, answer the fucking question. Do you hate gay people? Hoosiers don't hate. Come on, that's just a silly, come on. And he wouldn't answer the fucking question. And again, mama, again, Mike Pence was not allowed to meet with a woman. You know, a woman. He could not meet, have breakfast, a meal, have any alone time without with a woman if mama wasn't there. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's so honorable. Shut the fuck up. It just makes me wonder, what demon are you trying to push down, Jack? My whole job is being alone with women. Now, this is rare. I'm going to say something nice about myself. Hashtag write this down. I never compliment myself. It's going to, hey, fuck it. I'm going to say it. My reputation is so good. Gang, I cannot tell you the number of men, husbands who have said, I don't know what you're doing, but I swear she's about to have a meltdown. Whatever your fucking price is, I will double it. I got to get it out of this house before she nukes everybody. Could you just come and just do like one session with my, please, please. My job description is literally be in between women's legs. You know, be intimate, physically, intimately close. And you know what I've never done? Anything inappropriate. And when my hand does slip, because again, I have a very physical job. When my hand does slip and I brush across a woman's breast or something like that, I'm like, I am so sorry. You know what she says? It's going to happen. Because I don't give off that fucking vibe, Jack. I don't give off that energy. So again, it's like, oh, it's, so, it's, it's not honorable. What are you afraid of, Jack? But again, back to his wife, back to mama. She worked at a private Christian school. Again, that's your choice. But she worked at a private Christian school where you had to sign a contract that said you were going to denounce LGBTQ in every way, shape, or form. Now, again, I can sit here. Again, give me another year, gang. I will probably do a, an entire podcast on all this shit Biden has fucked up. All this shit that Kamala Harris just fucked up. But isn't it a fucking breath of fresh air that it's the little things that we no longer... I want to be able to critique the vice president's job, not her person. I couldn't even get to what Mike Pence, you know, did as a profession because his person was so fucking putrid. Again, when your Jesus makes you a better person, I like your Jesus. But when your Jesus turns you into a fucking asshole, then I'm going to call your Jesus a fucking asshole. When your Jesus makes you deny basic science. Oh, do you believe in evolution? Shut the fuck up. Evolution isn't a fucking belief, Jack. It's like, do you believe in gravity? A gravity affects you whether you believe it or not. You think I'm bullshitting? Climb up to the top of your house, take one step off the roof. Your belief is irrelevant at that point. You're going to be the next Joe Theismann with your tib sticking out through your fucking skin. Evolution happens, Jack, whether you believe in it or not. When your Jesus makes you say bad things, 
and do bad things against our LGBTQ brothers and sisters, then your Jesus is an asshole just like you. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Religion is the worship of your own ego. You think I'm bullshitting? You ever notice how you and your God, you guys believe in everything, including the stuff you don't believe in. You agree on everything, including the stuff that you don't agree on. And so when your God makes you, what what, what makes you guys think that fucking Mike Pence would march in a gay pride parade? I mean, he would, but he'd be one of those fucking morons with a sandwich board with John 316 on the front and the end is nigh on the back, hitting the cowbell, saying, Jesus wants you to repent. Jesus wants you to repent. Some of you may be laughing at that description because I kind of am. But Kamala Harris simply acted like a human being. And look at us now. How, how, how relieved are we that the vice president simply did the bare minimum we would expect any human to do. And that is just to be a nice person. No excuses, no asterisks, no exceptions. Again, who loses when you hug a gay person around the neck? Who, who, what, 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 what negative <laughs> outcome is there for treating people the way that you want to be treated? You know, Christians, that golden rule you guys keep talking about. Again, now that I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this shit, yeah, I'm almost embarrassed to sit here and like, oh man, oh, oh, the, the vice president wasn't acting like an asshole. That is how low the last four years have made us all stoop down and reach for. That the vice president simply acted like a basic level good person. And here my monkey has just spent almost 15 minutes saying, oh, 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 she didn't call a gay person a faggot. Oh, that, how sad is that? But again, I'm, I'm glad we finally, because again, those last four years gang went by like nine decades. I'm glad that at minimum, we have a fucking vice president who now acts like a fucking human being. All right, gang, we're about to switch gears. And on this show, you know how we switch gears. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and truth, let's go. All right. You guys know how much I love Christian apologists. I can't get enough of those guys. I, I am so shocked. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm so shocked that they're not batting a thousand. All their fucking illogical word games, their bullshit double standards, they're just, I'm surprised they don't fucking convert every person they fucking talk to. Hashtag that was sarcasm. But gang, I have not bashed this one yet, so I'm going to take a little bit of time to talk about fuckface Todd Frill. Y'all know who that is? Gang, Todd Friel, I'm surprised I have not bashed this fucker even more. So, for those of you who know who Ray Comfort is, take Ray Comfort and put him on a round of emotional steroids. That's fucking Todd Friel. I, this dude is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Again, it, it, I've said it before. 
He's one of those people like, you are so fucking stupid, Jack. I cannot believe they let you out when the sun is up. Now, this guy, and the reason why he made today's list was, again, I'm sitting here cleaning my house, moving shit around, just trying to stay busy until track and field comes on. And it was the video of him. So he's got this stupid-ass game show, as you want to call it, called What If. All right, now. Maybe he didn't know who Hitch was, but again, Todd Frill is the equivalent of a little league pitcher thinking that he can get one over the plate against Albert fucking Pujols. What the fuck were you thinking, Todd Frill, you simple-minded bastard, thinking that you have the juice to talk to Christopher Hitchens? And so he's got this game show, right? And it's called What If. And again, like typical Christian apologists, they go into the debate 100% certain. No, they're not. 100% certain that they are right and the atheist is wrong. And so he sets up these fantastically stupid scenarios and then asks Hitch, what if it's true? Right? This is kind of the bizarro world version of just Pascal's wager. Right? It's what if you're wrong? which again, logically has been dunked on a million times. Because again, all Christians say is, well, what if you're wrong? Without thinking about, well, what if you're wrong? And not just, you know, well, if, again, I'm I'm using what they say against us. This is a nonsensical statement. If atheism is true, you know, I've got nothing to gain and everything to lose. Okay, shut the fuck up. What if Hinduism is real? What if Zoroastrian is real? What if the, you see what I'm saying? And so he goes into this game and again, he sets up these fantastic scenarios and says, what if the Christian God is real? And he's going against the hitch. And it's like, and he just couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that hitch was like, this is sitting on some bullshit, even if it's real. And it was like, well, you know, if God is real, then he owns you. I mean, isn't that good? Like, no, what you mean? Ownership is it you mean you don't want to be a slave? Like, no, I don't. But God made you and he makes your lungs expand and contract. And he actually gave you the, you know, the, the paper because he grew the trees. So you can, this is right when God's not great came out, right? And the, the trees, which were turned into paper and then God gave you the ability to write. And you get, isn't that great? He owns you. Don't you want to be owned? No. What? I mean, I mean, if Jesus told you to go and burn down your entire neighborhood, I mean, you can't question Jesus because he's, he's Jesus. I mean, wouldn't you just go and burn down the entire neighborhood? No. And Todd Frill, you should hear it, gang. Look it up. Just YouTube, Todd Frill, Christopher Hitchens. trust me, it'll be the first thing up. And Frill just couldn't get it through his fucking head. Now, even if the Christian God is real, the Bible is 100% on point. Frill could not get it through his fucking mush brain that someone would say, no, owning a, that's slavery, dude. That you literally just described fucking ecumenical slavery. I don't want to be a slave. Wait, wait, wait. You don't want to be a slave for Jesus? No, I don't. What? He just couldn't get it through his thick skull. 
But the reason why he's on today's show is because it, it's a topic, gang. Again, if you are an active atheist and you've talked to pastors and preachers and everyone like I have, you've heard this shit before. It's the Trinity. And I actually had a pastor sit in this house tell me that the Trinity is the most well-studied and least understood concept there is, blah, 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 it's so complicated. And I interrupt, was like, no, it's not. It is not complicated at all. When you realize what you guys are talking about is sitting on some bullshit. And so the scene with Todd Frill, there was two ladies and he's doing this outdoor preaching, of course, on a college campus, hashtag that's predatory. And they're like, okay, let's let's talk about the Trinity, okay? So hold on. So God is fully man. He's fully God. And together they fully make a Trinity. And there was like, okay, if each one of those things kind of stands on its own, how can you call that a monotheistic uh, religion? There's kind of three supermen here, right? And Todd Frill did what every Christian does when it's time to defend the Trinity. Okay, okay, I know this is very difficult, but it, he's, he's fully man, right, 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 and he's he's fully a god. So those are two totally separate beings. They're they're separate. They're separate. Then they make a Trinity, right, and that that's separate too. So you do have a God, which is separate. Then you have a Jesus, and that's totally separate, right? And then you have a Trinity, that's totally separate. But here's the thing: what you're not missing, it's not separate. What? And they're like, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just said that these beings, these deities, are three separate beings, right? Yes. Okay. It's, that means one is different from two, two is different from three, three is different from, right? They're, they're totally separate. Yes. So that's not monotheism. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, 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 okay. So he's totally God. He's, shut the fuck up. Again, all they do is make fucking excuses, Jack. I've sat here. I bullshit you not. And I'm looking right at her face. And gang, I, I love this one. I, I do. I think her theology is bullshit, but I do like this one. Matter of fact, hashtag I need to text her when this is done. But she was trying to explain the Trinity to, Trinity to me once, right? And it was, okay, okay, Robert, here we go. God, it, it, this is almost word for word, gang. This is almost word for word. Okay, Robert, I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain the Trinity. I know this is confusing, and we've been studying this for centuries. We don't have a down pat yet, but I'm okay. I'm going to explain it to you. God is Jesus, okay? Jesus is God. You got that? Okay, okay. Now, and together, they actually make the Trinity. But wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. But God, God is not Jesus. Jesus is not God, and together they don't make the Trinity. And gang, she sat there like she just hit my monkey ass with the fucking stone-cold stunner of logic. And I sat there, and again, let, let's call her Joanne. Okay, Joanne, did you not hear what the fuck you just said to me? Do you not understand how stupid that sounds right now? And gang, she just couldn't get it or she wouldn't admit that she couldn't get it. 
And it's like, yo, what is so hard about admitting that what you just said sounds fucking stupid? And if you got theologians who spend decades, an entire lifetime studying this, I can go find a third grader right now to tell you that what you said made no sense at all whatsoever. And again, I'm not looking for a conversion here. I'm not. It, there's no atheistic punch card, right? Your, your, your 10th conversion gets you a free protein smoothie or some shit like that. Again, if you're Jesus, like my main man, Joseph motherfucking Nola, how many times I got to tell y'all, I will never debate that man under any circumstances. I, I don't know this for sure, but I bet you he believes in a trinity. And you know why I'm not going to debate him? Come on, say it with me. You guys know it. Every time that fucker makes a tweet, it is soaked. It is dripping. It is to this fucking core made of empathy, love, compassion, and equality. So I don't give a shit about his explanation of the Trinity. But Joanne, she's one of those people who bash homosexuals. Todd Frill, he bashes everyone not a Christian. And then he packages it up in fucking... Jesus loves you. I said this to Professor Flynn uh, on Friday, and I've said it a million times. Getting the only difference between fuck you and fuck you is the tone of my voice. That's it. The bottom line of the message still fucking stands, and that is fuck you. Right? I, I don't care. If you go to gay people with a smile across your fucking twisted face and say, well, you know, it's just not God's best for you. Shut the fuck up. Your smile is the reason why the LGBTQ plus teenage population and their relationship with suicide is off the fucking charts. Right? Again, I don't think this is a far out comparison. I don't. But again, one of the worst self-defense stories I've ever heard. And of course, I'm sparing you all the details. But the lady who went through what she went through, she told me he never once raised his voice. Now, keep in mind, he had a knife to her neck the entire time. And there were things that he did were obviously incredibly fucked up, but he was nice. And when he did what he did, he made her sit up on the edge of the bed. He still had a knife to her body. And he sat. And at the end of the day, you know what he did? I need to go take a shower after this. You know what he did? He thanked her for listening because he was having troubles with his girlfriend, apparently. Now, he still did what he did. He still sexually violated her, but his voice never went higher than this right here. And he, again, he sat her on the edge of the bed and told her more about his problems in his personal life. And he said, thank you. And then he walked away. That does not take away from the intensity of the fucking offense. So again, the reason why I rag people like Todd Frill, he'll sit here and smile in your face, but he still spreads nothing but fucking emotional fucking venom. That's why I'm going to question his trinity. That's why I'm ragging Christians like this. 
over the fucking coals, Jack. And I will never miss an opportunity to call people like this hot, steaming piles of monkey shit. Now, again, I respect this shit out of Joseph motherfucking Nola. I think he respects me, and I would expect nothing less in return. But if I ever found out that my main man, Joseph motherfucking Nola, switched his tune, he would lose the title of motherfucking and become fuckface. But you know what? I severely doubt that will ever happen. That's a good man. And I stand next to everything he tweets out. Even the stuff I don't agree with. You want to know why? It's still drenched with empathy. So again, when your trinity makes you say fucked up shit, oh, I'm coming for you and your fucking trinity. That's why I put his ass on today's show. And I got more to say about that. But gang, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back with part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. So I know when I ended the first part, I was on some real depressing ass bullshit. And I'm still going to stay on a little bit because I need to wrap that portion up. So gang, what, what, what happened with the lady with the knife and the real fucked up ass dude? Excuse me. I remember her saying, you know, if he just would have came, broke through the door and, you know, yelled at me and did all this crap. So I could process that. I can process hatred like that. It still would have sucked, but it wouldn't have been the mind fuck, right? But it was the fact that he was, again, this is bizarro world, what I'm getting ready to say. He was so nice. His actions did not meet his tone of voice, right? And so my my tie-in is, like the Westboro Baptists, they don't even fucking try to hide how hatefully homophobic they are. I mean, what kind of fucking monster must you be when someone's like, hey, you know what we're going to do? Yeah, that gay person who died? Yeah, we're going to pick it outside their fucking funeral. We're the horrible son. Yeah. That hatred almost makes sense. But it's you fucks with your trinity who go in to hug gay people around the neck and say, oh, I love you. I love you so much. I I love, I love, I hate what you do, you filthy faggot. I I love you, I love you, I love you. Again, when your trinity makes you do that, that's when I'm going to go in on you. You and your trinity sound fucking stupid, right? Oh, he's fully man, then he's fully God, then he's fully a trinity. I mean, it's two, three, it's three separate beings, 100%. But what you're not seem to be understanding is that even though they're totally separate, I mean, they're not together. Shut the fuck up. Again, all you guys do is make excuses. Again, you have no idea how fucking stupid that sounds. All right, we're going to move on to part three. But before we move on to part three, you know how we do it on this show. Hold on, you know what time it is. 
Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. So, I, I said this, was it last episode or maybe the episode before this? Yeah, the part of the reason why, if not one of the major reasons why we are where we are, is because we are so fucking polarized in this country. And that, again, no matter what a Republican does, no matter how heinous, no matter how obviously wrong it is, every Republican is going to say, oh, nope, 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 nope. There, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And the Democrats are no different. Now, if you ask me, yeah, one side may be a little bit better at this than the other. Hashtag the Republicans. But again, it, it's this inability to call reality for what it is. Again, no, I've told you all before. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not alone. Right <laughs> there, there's several people like me. I've got no loyalty. My only loyalty is to what is right, what is factual, right? What is what I perceive to be moral. I know, I know, I know. There's some fucking Christian right. No, Robert, what's your dad? Shut the fuck up. Ten bucks says we all agree on what's fucking moral. And I don't need a fucking God to tell me so. But again, it's this refusal to literally call a spade a fucking spade. It's, it's, it's not just that we have to be wrong. It's that you have to be wrong. What? I said that wrong. It's not just that we have to be right. It's that you have to be wrong. And so it's like Lance Armstrong. Uh, being a former professional athlete, I know this personality type. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Ray Lewis. It's not that they have to win. It's you have to lose. And I'm going to drive your monkey ass into the ground, and I don't care what cost. Now, Ray Lewis just straight up wanted to murder you, right? And that, as modern days, arguably the best middle linebacker to play the game in the last 25 to 30 years. Not only was he educated to the point where he was one step ahead of the offense, when he got to the ball carrier, he was in a bad fucking mood. Every time he tackled you, he tried to stop your heartbeat. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. If their mother was standing underneath the basket, it is game six. You win this, it is a walk-off, Jack. And if their own mother was standing underneath the basket, they would dunk on that bitch and hang their nuts on her chin and say, fuck you, I won. It's not that they have to win. It's the other side has to lose. If Lance Armstrong would have simply walked away from the sport when he did, he would have all his trophies, all his medals, all his records. The buzz was already going around about how much he juiced. What, he have like 29 consecutive Tour de France wins? It was the 30th. If he would have just walked away, we, would, we wouldn't have been talking about him like this. But it was that last one, and then we couldn't fucking ignore it. You want to know why someone like Lance Armstrong came back? Lance Armstrong didn't want to win he wanted to make sure that you lost. And that's the way we are in this country with our politics. Again, Republicans can't be right. No, it's that Democrats have to be wrong. 
no matter what. And when I say Republicans, for what I'm getting ready to say, Trumplicans. Gang, today is Father's Day. My dad, in my opinion, is the greatest dad on the fucking planet. If I end up half the man that that man is, then I'm going to turn out okay. I mean, I have learned more about my dad in the last 60 days than I have in almost 50 years on this planet. I've learned more about my grandfather. Those were great men, phenomenal men. Again, when shit went wrong, where my dad grew up, everyone went to Big Burt, his dad. It's like, what do we do? And again, I just shared with y'all because I'm just finding this out. Again, there were no black cemeteries. There were no black undertakers. When you were murdered, you were just fucking murdered, Jack. That's the way it works out. Again, my dad was born in 1946. And so when a black person was lynched, again, if you made a move against that, you literally put your ass on the line. Literally. And they're like, yo, the Klan got Bill last night, Big Burt. What do we do? My grandfather went and cut that dude off of a tree after being murdered by the Klan to make sure that he had a dignified burial, even if that meant he drug dug that grave his goddamn self. Those are great men. And because they were great men, they made great dads. Right? My dad did nothing but be the best dad he could fucking be to his children. My dad lived to make sure his wife never had a bad day in his fucking life. That's a great dad. You want to know who doesn't fall into that category? Donald Trump. Gang, the reason why this fucker's on the list today is because someone posted a fucking picture of him and Baron Trump. I'm not even going to call Baron fuckface because all we all know about Baron Trump is that his name is Baron. I challenge y'all to tell me what that fucker sounds like. You've never heard him talk. They have, and I'll give them this much, Melania, this much. She has done everything she can to keep Baron Trump out of the crossfire. I actually respect that. I do not like her. I think she's a mail order bride. I think she was a fucking birther. I think she's a piece of shit. But her ability, excuse me, to keep her son out of the limelight, I respect that. I actually do. But they posted a picture. And this was a while back, obviously, because Barron looked a little bit younger, of Trump and Barron. Barron's laying on his dad's chest. You know, happy Father's Day to the greatest president. No, he wasn't. You know, and the greatest dad. Now, gang, if you know anything about Donald fucking Trump, you know good and goddamn well that is not a good dad. It just isn't. Right, people slip up, people make mistakes. I'm not ragging him for cheating on his wives. I'm I'm not. Hey, you slip up, you make a mistake. Things are hard. We don't know the whole story. But Donald Trump's entire romantic career that we know of, which he's a celebrity, so we pretty much know it all. Three wives up, three wives down, cheated on every single last one of them. Right? Eventually you got to realize he's not just cheating on what is it? Marla uh, whatever the fuck, Ivana, whatever her name is. You're not just cheating on them. You're cheating on your fucking kids, Jack. 
and he repeatedly fucking did it. That's not a good dad. It's just not. Again, I'm not ragging anyone for cheating. I'm not. But with Donald Trump, yes, I am. Because when you are raised to the standard of being, you know, you're the best dad ever. You're a great. Is he really? Or are you just saying that because Democrats have to be wrong? Again, it's not that you have to be right. It's Democrats have to be fucking wrong. Right? Y'all remember that fucking interview he did? And let me tell you guys something. Not only does my dad drink. He's not a drunk. I told you, he's never missed a day of work before in his life. I wouldn't even call him a functioning alcoholic. My dad can drink gin like most people drink water. I've literally only seen my dad really waste it twice in my whole life. And that's saying a lot because I don't remember a single day where I haven't seen my father drink. Hashtag, that's where I get it from. Right? You can pull out whatever fucking dictionary definition of addict. Shut the fuck up. My dad is fucking phenomenal. You can get my dad plastered drunk, absolutely plastered drunk. You can line up 15 lines of Coke and he can bump every single last one. You can hit that man on the back of the head with a fucking shovel, giving him a massive concussion. You can roll up a joint the size of my dick and make him blaze every single last inch. Sit that man down from across the table and say, how many kids you got? He's not going to mess that answer up, Jack. He's just not. Y'all remember that fucking interview where he was talking about Melania? And he was like, uh, you know, and she has a son. Uh, we, us, together. What? I'm sorry. No, that's not the sign of a good dad. It just isn't. Right? I mean, fuck me. And if you think I'm bullshitting, again, I know, I know, I know. He's going to be president before the end of August. Yeah, all the fucking conspiracy theorists eat a bag of dicks. Trump is going to face legal consequences, gang. I can all but guarantee you something's about to go down. You you can't deny the smoke trail anymore. You just can't. Something, I'm not going to say he's going to go to jail. But legally, you cannot ignore hit the last four years. Too much shit is going down. Everyone who is connected with him is either in jail or face some sort of legal consequence. We can't, you can't stop the thunder anymore. It's going to happen. I am willing to bet dollars to fucking donuts. He will throw every single last one of his kids under the bus before he stands up like an actual man and takes one ounce of responsibility. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if part of the reason behind the scenes why he gave uh, Ivanka and Jared the positions that they do, it's he set up a buffer. He set up a barrier. If and when my dishonesty comes to the light, here are two more hurdles that the legal system has to jump over before they get to me. If you are not nodding your head in agreement, please stop listening to my fucking podcast because that means you still somewhat are a Trump supporter. I'm serious. That is not a good man. And again, here goes high school fucking football talk again. As much as I hate being that guy, I'm glad I became that guy. We we all sat around and was like, oh, fuck me. I, 
I do not want to be the guy who sits and talks about his high school fucking career. But here's the thing, gang. I very rarely talk about the actual football because my coach taught us that he was not in the profession of making good athletes. He was in the profession of making good people. And the lessons that he taught us in 1987 are the exact same rules I live by in 2021. Coach Rutledge was right. His mission was to make good people. Hashtag he succeeded. Now, one thing that he said is, again, he wasn't trying to make good athletes. He was trying to make good people because good people are eventually good athletes. Yeah, you can find some fucking exceptions to every rule. Go fuck yourself. But I remember he was, you know, if I make a good person, then I've made a good son. And if I've made a good son, I've made a good student. If I made a good student, I've made a good pillar to the uh, community. And coach could make the name like eight to 10 things before he finally got to. And he's a good athlete. In our case, it was a he. Because back when I played high school football, hashtag there were no girls. Girls, get your monkey asses out there and strap it on and play some fucking football if that's what you want to do. Gang, I truly believe what Coach Rutledge said is right. A a good person is a good professional, right? Again, yes, you can find an exception to every rule, but please go fuck yourself and just listen to my fucking story. Donald Trump was not a good president, not because he wasn't an experienced politician, No, he wasn't not a good president because he tripped over his word. No, Donald Trump was a shitty president because Donald Trump is a shitty person. And because he's a shitty person, it made him a shitty president. And because he's a shitty person, there's no way he's a good fucking dad. Right? Again, my dad could literally get into a fucking car accident, be hanging on to life tenuously. Now again, my mother gang, seven names. My mom has seven names. In Louisiana, the old wives tell is, the more names you had at birth, the more you were loved, right? My mom has seven. That should tell you something about my mom. Now, little thing about the Reed family. And that is, my mom's name was a passcode, right? Because when I was a kid, it was like, you know, don't get in a car with strangers, blah, 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 blah. And then they showed us how easy it is to not be a stranger to a child, right? You go up to a kid. Hey, my name is John. What's your name? Paula. Hey, Paula, it's really nice to meet you. Hey, you know, I lost my puppy. Do you want to come and help me find my puppy? To a kid, the moment you get someone's name... They're not a stranger anymore. So our passcode was not only did you have to know all my mother's names, you had to say them in order. Gang, my ex-wife doesn't even know my mom's full name because my thing was the only people I'm giving this to, it was going to be my kids. It's like if they can't say your mom's name in order, I didn't send for you. That person's a stranger, right? My point is, If my dad got into a 10-car fucking pileup, literally the doctor's like, he's going to die in five minutes. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. And you asked him, hey, what is your wife's full name? 
He could tell you. <laughs> hey, how many kids you have? Broop, he could tell you. You want to know why? Because at his core, my dad is a good fucking person. So again, when you post the fucking pictures of Donald fuckface Trump with his son who didn't even remember who was his son during a nationally televised fucking interview and post that shit, oh, happy Father's Day to the greatest president, the greatest father. You got your nose so far up his ass, you could smell the fart which tells you what he had for dinner before he rips it. So again, it's no longer a matter of I have to be right. It's that the other side has to be dead wrong. Even when what you're saying is sitting on some bullshit. So gang, this was kind of a random thought Sunday. Uncle Bobby gave you some problems. And as usual, Uncle Bobby is going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, former Vice President Mike Pence. Shut the fuck up. Jack, the bar has finally been raised off the ground. Even if, even if Vice President Harris raised it one inch off the ground by marching in a gay pride parade, she has officially went 9 million feet higher, Jack, than you ever could be. Turns out she believes in the same invisible sky daddy as you. And you'll never guess what. Did y'all hear that belch? Hashtag unprofessional. I try to hide that shit. She believes in the same fucking deity as you, Jack, except her deity made her march in a gay pride parade. Again, no exceptions, no hesitation, no hemming and hawing, no asterisks, no God loves you but dot, dot, dot. America, how long did it take us to finally get? It, it took a woman, a woman of color, of strength, of character, to finally set the fucking bar of where the moral barometer should be for the president, vice president of the United States. Thank you, Vice President Kamala fucking Harris, for if nothing else, being just a bare minimum basic human being. God damn it, I have missed that. Being in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Vice President Harris, thank you so much. Next up, fuckface Todd Friel and Christian Apologetics. Shut the fuck up. I will never pass up an opportunity to talk shit about you assholes. Again, will I ever talk to Lady L, my lovely, lovely sister, about the Trinity? Nope. You want to know why? I don't give a shit. Her version of the Trinity no matter how sensical or nonsensical she can make it, all it makes her do is go out, and these are true stories, it makes her go out and help people register to vote. It makes her a fantastic mother. It makes her a fantastic partner to her boyfriend. It makes her a fantastic friend to this crazy drunk guy who lives in Texas. I don't give a shit what her trinity is. I do not. All I know about her trinity, Joseph motherfucking Manola's trinity, is that it only makes them a good person. So even if they said, can I tell you about my trinity? I'm like, yeah, sure. I, yeah. And no matter how much sense it didn't make, 
I would shut the fuck up. But again, it's the Todd Frills. Every single time I get a chance to call one of these apologists out, I'm going to do it. Because again, to me, they are no different than the person who sexually violated my friend, all the while keeping an incredibly calm and somewhat friendly demeanor. It, it is your... It, it is your bizarro world smile apologist, Todd Friel, that again drives LGBTQ plus teenagers to hurt themselves, to kill themselves. You, you reel them in with your fucking smile. I, I do love you. I, I love you. I love you. I mean, I, I do. I do. I, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then you slip in just a little bit of fucking poison. You know, what you do is terrible. It's fucking awful. I mean, it makes you a bad person, but I shut the fuck up. Again, I will never talk to you about your religion so far as long as your religion makes you a better person. For all you who are still, last one up, for all of you who are still juggling Trump's nuts in your mouth, shut the fuck up. Again, you have fallen prey to this new bullshit standard in American politics and society. You don't care. If the other side is wrong, is uh, you don't care if you are right. You don't. Told you, motherfuckers, for sakes only. You don't care if you're right. You only care if the other side is wrong. If you could actually post that Trump is not only a great president, but a great father, you have ignored this man's track record of moral depravity. And I've said this before, if someone with Trump's track record knocked on your door and wanted to take your kid on a date, and if you say yes, everyone in your neighborhood would call fucking CPS on you. But again, you don't care about being right. You just want to make sure that the other side is wrong. And as we sit here on Father's Day, and you say that Trump is a great father, you have officially slapped every even decent father in the fucking face. Again, to end it, you don't care. You do not care if you are right. You just want to make sure that the other side is wrong. All right, gang. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Jen and Truth, let's go.